Good morning and welcome to VSC Capital 5-Minute Morning Minor. It's Monday the 8th of November. Good morning, Paul. How was fireworks evening for you? Oh, I didn't really hear it too much this year uh, from over my side here, other, although other members did. Yeah, actually, there were less going off, I think, than normal. Um, maybe that's a COVID thing. Don't know. Um, anyway, um, I thought, actually, it is Monday. There's obviously, we should be talking about news. But I just wanted to kick off. There's a lot of talk going on about the uh, lithium price at the moment. It is actually five times higher than it was this time last year, which is a dramatic move. Um, and I'm not sure stock markets, well, the stock markets in general have caught up with this. Obviously, last week we were discussing it with, you know, Savannah and Ironridge not performing the same way that uh, Lithium Americas and American Lithium have. Um, but this price really is shooting high. I mean, it's now $30,000. People are saying it's going to go to $40,000. There is a massive squeeze on lithium at the moment, isn't there, Paul? Well, that's what the marketplace is uh, telling us, uh, essentially, is that there just isn't a lot of uh, available increase uh, in uh, uh, chemical coming uh, into the marketplace at this point. Uh, those that have uh, spodumene concentrates, for instance, they're really enjoying huge margins now with spodumene concentrates uh, over $1,200 a ton now uh, as getting quoted. And that's even for subgrade material uh, below 6% uh, quality. So uh, it's a, definitely a time for the producers to be making money. I mean, one always has to be you know, a little bit cautious isn't you, when there's a big squeeze like that, because it can be a squeeze that then pops. You know, we've seen tin running up like that, but not the same. Tin just doubled. I mean, we still thought that was pretty amazing. But, I mean, lithium is up fivefold. Um, but I don't feel there's about to be a, a, a pop here, is there? Uh, because it really is a case of supply and demand out of balance. It, it is, yes. And the thing is, is uh, the fact that we've had such a uh, run from that lower levels uh, from 18 months ago and so forth would suggest that the, there will be, even when the uh, price uh, uh, comes off, that we will set for quite a long period of time a much higher uh, low in the marketplace as far as price is concerned too. Uh, it is a what you would consider uh, a more permanent uh, sort of a improvement in the underlying fundamentals, I think. Yeah, I mean, one of the big problems is an awful lot of lithium is going into energy, stationary energy storage, which, which uses up vast amounts. It, it shouldn't be used for stationary energy storage. There's plenty of other things like vanadium that can be used, uh, which actually are probably better. Uh, the lithium needs to go towards what lithium was designed for in the first place, batteries. Uh, batteries in, you know, obviously consumer products, but EVs, that's where the lithium needs to go. Anyway, probably enough on that. Uh, not much news out in the UK, I don't think, Paul, but uh, what you got elsewhere around the world? Well, there is the news in the UK. Polymetal is listed here, for instance. Uh, Polymetal has their investor day out today, and uh, in conjunction with that, they have announced that they will be building the uh, Veduga uh, gold mine uh, here uh, at uh, Capital <clears throat> Investment. Here is something of $447 million US. Uh, that's a 4 million ounce uh, asset uh, that it was at PFS uh, level. And they'll have first production on that mine in the second quarter of 2025. It's a 32 million ton ore body, about four grams per ton, uh, but it is a refractory concentrate. So um, they will be um, uh, processing that through a second uh, pox plant, which is also yet to be built at this point. 
Mm. Actually, also, I mean, the, the Ariana Resources, which is AIM listed as well, they, they had some copper results this morning, didn't they? Yes, they did. Pretty good grade things here uh, on their Apliki uh, project in Cyprus. Uh, just a couple of holes uh, announced, uh, such as 44 meters at 0.77% copper from 51 meters depth and 28 meters at 0.86% copper from 16 meters. Both of those holes had intervals of uh, well over 1% uh, of uh, intervals under uh, 10 meters there. They have, as a result of this work, uh, have earned into uh, uh, 50% of the exploration group there in Cyprus of Venus minerals, uh, such that it is a 50-50 joint venture now with a Cypriot uh, organization. And the mineralization they can see uh, coming up in the cuttings and the drill core would suggest that the uh, metallurgy should be quite uh, straightforward at this point. Mm. Okay, um, and actually, also in the UK, there was a, a there was a Q3 from Yellow Cake. Just, uh, I mean, I think there's any particular new news was it? Was just the um, what were they saying anyway, Paul? Well, they had uh, uh, they were commenting on the improvement in the uranium price on their existing uh, portfolio of the Yellow Cake inventory, such that it increased by 39 percent to to 427 million dollars worth of uh, held in inventory or from 427 to five, almost uh, 600 million, uh, I should say, as of uh, 30th of September. And the fundraising that they've been doing here, the last two of them in particular, they've made it quite clear they intend to buy more yellow cake as a result. I mean, this is what I mean, we've discussed this before, but you know, there's $600 million worth of uranium sitting there, and they're not the only ones hoarding it at the moment. There is so much, and this is the difference between lithium and uranium, there is so much lithium around as being hoarded and stored that there isn't a supply demand imbalance at the moment and yet that's the difference between lithium and uranium isn't it really yes uh, there is an awful lot of uh, above ground yellow cake uh, that had been outstanding there it was estimated i saw back uh, 2019 or so almost eight years of supply of yellow cake was already standing in inventory above ground in various places that has worked down somewhat because of the uh, curtailments of the production from Kazatom Prom and from Cameco in particular, but uh, there is still extra yellow cake in the, the supply chain out there. The question is now is, uh, is there enough utility demand now as these uh, older longer term contracts are coming off and as the Chinese uh, manage to complete more uh, reactors in China, whether or not there is enough uh, that this is a uh, essentially a play uh, toward uh, what uh, to force utilities to buy at higher prices and we'll see whether that strategy works i mean that, that that's what the uranium bulls are banking on is is there's a massive increase in nuclear capability in china and them being desperate for uranium but you know i don't quite see it i think the chinese are smart enough not to fall for that trap there we go anyway uh anything else paul you want to talk about just to say that the second day of Investment COP26 gets underway today here on Monday. That's where the financiers and the and the earlier stage uh, and venture capital uh, stage uh, companies that intend to deliver the uh, 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 climate uh, technology uh, to uh, save the planet, as it were, are getting together up in uh, Glasgow. 
in the meantime, India had announced over the week or at the end of last week that their own renewables uh, target alone for uh, finance needed is a trillion dollars by 2030. I think we've all got a bit bored now of COP26. It's been going on quite long enough and there's been enough hot air coming out of that. But anyway, on that note, let's call it a day and we'll speak again tomorrow, Paul. Very good. See you then.